0: Devil's Thumb cut off. Oh, the 30-hour runner is 6.05. Exactly. And the final cutoff is 7.10. Right. So
1: when I saw that sign, I just happened, I looked at it going, oh, wow, 30 hours is is like 6.05 p.m. I just finally, first time of the day, I went to my watch just to see what time it is. Yeah. And it was (laughs) 6.02. And I went, oh, wait a minute. This is me. (laughs) I'm the one that's, literally in trouble here wow! which puts a panic on you so like oh my god i have to get out of here welcome to the gotta run racing podcast with your hosts norman and jody discover the inspiring stories of the average and not so average runners
0: and they're off and we're back from western states 2022 finally the race we never thought would happen (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> finally we got there
0: finally and boy it did not disappoint it's been a week and i don't know about you but i'm still riding the high and yeah. i didn't even run the damn thing
1: <laughs> i am exhausted all week i've been taking two or three naps per day
0: you have and you're still looking a little rough <laughs> but you're walking great you've just finished two two full days in the garden
1: thanks for my toenail staying on and no blisters?
0: Yeah, you visit... Well, we'll get into that. We'll talk <laughs> We'll talk about that later. But first...
1: Yes, what's happening with Gotta Run Racing?
0: We're just over a month away from the inaugural Rainbow Trail Run at Earl Row in Alliston. And we're pretty excited. I think we'll probably have about 100 runners there. Nice. All the way up from 12K to 100K.
1: Yeah, and some from the States... And some from uh, Quebec?
0: One or two Quebec. Nice. Yeah, so it's going to be international. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, why not?
0: One person counts.
1: That's right. <laughs> so, let's talk Western states.
0: Yeah, well, I think it's fair that we go all the way back to the beginning to set the tone for this this uh my, recap. Uh,
1: my journey to Western states? Yes. Yeah, so, because we chatted with so many other... Canadian Trail to Western States on our podcast, so let's talk about mine. Is that yeah, what you're saying?
0: let's go back to the beginning. Which, really, it doesn't start with you putting tickets in. That This race has been on your mind for...
1: Technically, I actually did remember that when I did the Canadian Death Race back in 2005, mm-hmm. I did actually put a ticket into Western States. You did? Yes. I, t- I put it in my one ticket. Wow. Shocker, didn't get called. Yeah. And then for... Uh, five years I just went back to marathons that's weird that eh? is weird yeah I just realized that that it was on my list and that kind of just put in the sidebar thinking Mm. oh it's not going anywhere or I'll have no problem getting in eventually Right.
0: right
1: so in 2010 is when I think I when I went to did Leadville For the first time, that's when I really decided to, okay, let me try to get Western again.
0: In 2010? 2010. So that's 12 years ago. Yeah. Okay. Your first time at Leadville?
1: Yes. Okay. And of course, that was a complete shit show. Yeah, you dnf I DNF'd Leadville. And so then, therefore, for four more years, again, I just put it on the back burner.
0: Right. That was when we opened the store, too, shortly after that. So we were busy. Yeah. And, and you then, did Iron and Man. And then it went and, into triathlon. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But for four years, I had that Leadville poster in my office with DNF right right across it. So for <laughs> four years, I kept looking at it. <laughs> so then in 2014, I said, "That's it. I, I that that's it. No more bullshit. I had to get this thing done. Number one, get the monkey off my back at Leadville. Yes. And no matter what, I'm getting to Western States. None of this back burner." stuff. Right. I'm the going Time to it. focus. Yeah, yeah. Let's say it focused. So that was it. 2014 is when I got the monkey off my back at Leadville. Was your first ticket? Was my first ticket. Okay. But it's one specific thing about Leadville is mm. that no matter what, I had to finish this thing. And I even written on my arm finish no matter what. Yeah. And I kept reading it throughout the night. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you had a much, you were much better prepared for the 2014 Well, I went to the
1: Leadville. camp. Yeah. I went to the camp. I yeah. re- focused. I learned what mistakes I made, and this and that and the other. And so finally, that was, got it done. And my journey down the rabbit hole of Western States began.
0: That's right. And what, (laughs) who knew it would take so long? I
1: know. I know. I'm thinking naive, but...
0: Because it's, it felt like you were always in a position to find a race towards the end of the year because you hadn't right. picked a race yet and yeah. you had to get your ticket.
1: Which was, in 2015, Javelina.
0: Right. And, and which a, is
1: one of the last races you got to do. Yeah, you're right. So, so there, that's when, in 2015, I went to do Javelina, right. which became my second ticket.
0: And you did the 100 mile, mile You had to do 100
1: mile, yeah. Oh, we have
0: mile you have to do the 100 mile to get to your to ticket? To get a ticket, yeah. Oh, okay. I yeah. okay. had to do 100 mile. Okay.
1: And then that was okay. And then in 2016, I did Rio de Largo, which is another 100-miler. Again, November. Like if, <laughs> yeah. I, if, if I didn't finish, that's it. I lose. Right. So again, I had to finish this thing.
0: And that was a good one because you got to see some of the Western yeah, course. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You crossed No Hands Bridge.
1: Right. Which was a lot of fun in Rio de Largo. So then that was 2017 Zion.
0: Zion, another 100 miler. Yes, I was. De- <laughs> you did a lot of 100 milers to get your tickets.
1: Right, but also I was, I was very specific because I wanted a race that also gave me points for UTMB. Right. So then I'm very specific with my- Well,
0: and limited, not yes, specific, and limited, limited. Yes, and limited. Yeah, because things have changed a lot.
1: The funny thing about Zion was a spring race- right (laughs) that was tough
0: it was tough because i did the shorter distance and that winter training here in canada was particularly difficult Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) and funny enough zion was my last hundred miler before this western which is five years ago wow i know you can't believe how time flies yeah but i'm determined so i kept going and then that's when I started thinking about get, the lottery. Get about, a little smarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, okay, you know what? I'm kind of got this percentage up now. I got some tickets, and then of course nothing happens. So where do we go? We went to Europe.
0: We went to Europe. We and went we did to the scenic Switzerland. Yeah, scenic, scenic trail.
1: trail. <laughs> and the funny thing is, as I thought, okay, you know what? Let's let's back off on hundred milers. Let's try to save my body, and let's do hundred Ks, and. <laughs> What do I do? I go to Europe for 100K, which was harder (laughs) than the 100 miles that I I just did. Yeah. I was in death. Yeah. Climbing 20 mountains. Alps. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, That was particularly (laughs) rough, that race. And
1: that was the the finish line when that Italian kid threw his bag across, screaming. And I didn't know what he was saying in Italian, but all I know is that he was explaining the chorus to his father and I just I understood everything he was saying in Italian. <laughs> because he was using his hands. Yes.
0: Talking with his hands. Up, down. Yes. Up down. Yeah,
1: and I knew exactly <laughs> what he was saying. And I just started laughing because <laughs> I, I finished right before him. So I got a good show there.
0: I think I've never seen you so angry at a finish line well, before it was just
1: absolutely unrunnable
0: well based on what i experienced in the yeah, what yeah, did yeah. i do 40k yeah, yeah, yeah. i can't even imagine doing yeah. that two and a half more times so i would have been angry too
1: The something thing, about that's the race where i also tripped over a cow oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> the things are in the middle of the trail which is funny and uh, we were the only canadians in that race that's right. So when I climbed one of the mountains to the n station up there, they saw my bib with my flag on it, and they started singing the national anthem, which is kind of cool.
0: I think I wore something with Canada, and they acknowledged it too. Yeah. That was cool.
1: Yeah, that was... I recommend doing one of those Alp races, of course. It just makes you perspective of what what's going on in the <laughs> world. That was a shocker. So then the 2019 was Mozart. Went back to Europe, another hundred k. Yeah. Thinking, okay, I'll just again back off of hundred miles. No, Mozart <laughs> kicked my ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: oh my god! And so,
0: then what happened in 2019?
1: Well, that's when we went to the lottery. I went to who the went to the lottery? Well, yeah, I went to the lottery. <laughs> I just had a feeling because I had now I had six tickets. I had all this, not six tickets, but I had uh, six, six years. years. Yeah. How many tickets is that? Sixty-four, maybe. I'm not too sure. Yeah. And I had this feeling, so I went to the lottery, and lo and behold, my name was picked at the lottery. So funny. And
0: you recorded the whole thing, did you not? Yeah. Went on stage. Yeah.
1: And that was fun. I said, I couldn't believe it. So here I am. So that was good for year 2020, where I was going to do Western States. And? UTMB. And? Oh, yeah. Some race called Boston.
0: (laughs) Not (laughs) sure if you've heard of it. So 2020 was supposed to be the trifecta of all. Yeah. Yeah imaginable endurance races, <laughs> running races, All in and one year. didn't do any of them. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, COVID hit, and uh, yeah, that's so, my journey to Western States. So
0: it was six years plus two COVID years yep. equals 10,000 <laughs> unaccountable years is what it felt like.
1: Eight years total to, fin- right. to finally get to the start line.
0: Now, let's talk briefly about your training. Uh, looking back on it, I'm sure... You wish you could have done some more vert.
1: Well, not just so much vert, but that was also 2020 was the year I also got massively injured with my hips. Right. And then I had, I have, still have uh, tears and arthritic and bone spurs, and that's just I could not even run an hour.
0: No, you were, you were, you. I was picking you up. Yeah. How many times runs. did I
1: call you to pick me up? From ten kilometers away, I came and walked back to my car. So
0: And twenty twenty one, you're still dealing with it. Yeah.
1: Until finally uh I met a doctor who just injected me with plasma. He says, Norm, my job is just to get to the to the start line. What happens on race day is up to you.
0: So you had the PRP shots from yeah. let's give a shout out to Doctor Guru <laughs> yeah. in Etobicoke, yeah. Ontario. And this this guy not only came up with the plan, but he called you
1: <laughs> on all hours of the night.
0: <laughs> the day the day before he left to wish you luck.
1: Yeah, yeah. So
0: that was pretty cool. Yeah.
1: That's good.
0: But before we left, you also uh signed up for the training camp, which I think was really good for your mental game.
1: Yeah, for sure. Three days of doing seventy miles of the course, I highly recommend it because you're not there racing, you're there exploring you're figuring it out okay this section this is what's happening this is the downhill this is the canyon one two three canyons i think i was able to do and like i said on tape when i did the when i did the video of the camp michigan bluff was a complete surprise right yeah. And
0: there's nothing worse than surprises like that on race day when you're not prepared for yet another big climb.
1: Yeah, I did not expect that. And so. sh-
0: and shout out if you want, if anybody wants to watch your videos, you recorded all three days of the camp. Just yeah. head over to the YouTube channel for God to Run Racing because you used your GoPro and yeah, yeah.
1: So that was that was great. I do recommend that because you also get to run with so many people and so many stories and. And well, there,
0: there were people there that were just training. They weren't yeah, in yeah, the they're race. Yeah, yeah, they not in the race. Right?
1: They're just there to train.
0: Yeah, which, if you want a Western experience, would you not suggest sign oh, yeah. up for the training, even if it's just one day? Yeah, you don't all have right?
1: to do all three days. No.
0: Get get your Western experience. Because you're you're running with uh, Casey Lichtig and Lucy Bartholomew. Camille and Heron. Camille Heron. Like, it was a really Arlen. immersive experience. Yeah. Yeah, it was good times. Very good. All right, so we headed down to Auburn. Yeah, the Sunday before the race. A week with, before. Yep, yeah, the week before with your pacer.
1: Yeah, Hannah. Hannah, who was more excited than I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> from Town Fitness in Shelburne, and we were met by the other half of the crew who came down on Wednesday. Will, who was your cinematographer. Yeah. And Anne, who was my crew right hand woman. Yeah from Wasega Beach they came down and we just want to chat briefly about the logistics of Western in terms of where to stay mm-hmm. so we ran into a little bit of a a glitch that we discovered the week before we left in that we rented a house in Auburn which is obviously the finish line 90 minutes away from the start line and we would booked a hotel for the night before the race started in Squaw Valley which is Technically renamed Olympic Valley. But I discovered a week before the race that the hotel that we booked in Squaw Valley was the other Squaw Valley near Fresno, California, five hours south (laughs) of the start line.
1: So I needed to start running on the Sunday (laughs) to get there for the start.
0: (laughs) Now, be that as it may, it actually turned out to be not a bad thing. No, it's not. As we discovered. We'll we'll get to that. Um, but just in case you are looking (laughs) into where to book, um, make sure you put in Olympic Valley and that it's the one near Truckee. Yeah. Truckee's just outside of Olympic Valley. Lots of people stayed there too, but I think that we nailed it because Auburn had an incredible week of events leading up to the race as well. You could visit Placer High, which is the finish line the aid station which is the the hub in terms of where all the runners meet when they're in auburn it's a a running store that's also a brewery that's also a gym yeah um we went there we met paulo the owner he's done western state several times
1: and he gave us a lot of tips of how to crew
0: he did we we spoke with him in detail about where we should be and not be um, they actually hosted a shakeout run on the Tuesday night, yeah. And Hoka was there. They brought their new uh, Tecton X, I believe it's called the Trail Shoe Carbon Trail, and they brought the Speedgoat Five. And if you test ro- run a pair during the run, you got a ticket <laughs> into a draw. <laughs> Uh, for some prizing. Yeah. And there were only five prizes. There's what what you counted, sixty people there that night? Yep. Five prizes.
1: And so so, so you tried a pair, I tried a pair, and yes, Hannah tried a and pair. And
0: Hannah tried a pair. So the three of us that were in attendance all got tickets into the one ticket into yeah. this <laughs> draw. And lo and behold, all three of us got picked <laughs> and I think they wanted to run us out of town. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I had to apologize because I had all your tickets and I kept going up getting the price.
0: Yeah, you did. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Typical Canadians. Yeah. I think they were laughing at us.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was pretty funny.
0: But at that shakeout run, we also met Sam.
1: Yeah, and who, his wife.
0: And his wife, Sarah. Well, we met Sarah later, right, but right. Sam, who, came, who was his first time at this... Yeah, run night. A complete fluke. He wanted to come and meet some of the runners at Western. He They recently moved to Auburn a couple of years ago. And at the end of the 10 minute conversation, he was inviting us to dinner at his house. <laughs> and we're like, okay, but there's five of us. We're like, we're not all here. There's actually five of us in this group. No problem. I want you to come to ha- our place for dinner. We're like, okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there you go. That's the... How inviting Auburn was,
0: and yeah. also the international picnic hosted by Bob yeah. Crawley and the town of Auburn on the Wednesday night, yeah. which was pretty awesome. It was outdoor at a park, and they had um they catered it. It was really good pulled pork and
1: s- salads. Yeah, and and flags everywhere. All international runners, only international runners, only
0: international runners invited. Yeah. And, and this was the biggest year for yeah. international because of all the overseas rollovers. Uh, what, 25 Canadians?
1: And that's how he introduced us. He basically <laughs> said, and welcome all international runners and Canadians. <laughs> <Yes>. Because <laughs> there's so many of us.
0: They made, they made a lot of Canadian jokes, but out of out of love, we know, out of love.
1: The funny thing is now, can you imagine if we stayed in Olympic Valley? Exactly. Like we would not travel an hour and a half one way for the shakeout run on the Tuesday. Nope. Then go back for the international. Nope. Then go back to have dinner with Sam.
0: Exactly. We wouldn't we no. would not know that would happen.
1: That's why staying in Auburn for the entire week is the way to go.
0: I think so too. Um if you can imagine Olympic Valley, it it's like they dropped a ski resort in mm. the middle of the mountains. To us in Ontario, it's like um it's a little bit bigger than Blue Mountain. Mm-hmm um Mont Tremblant would be bigger but th- imagine that and if you want to go anywhere you have to leave yeah with a car to go do groceries and there's not that we could see no. it's right off a highway it's not like you're going
1: anyway you know, basically you can stay there if you want but I recommend staying in Auburn
0: definitely because Auburn embraces yep. the race and their ex- they excited to see us and there's lots of amenities too.
1: And you could even just go run the last 5k of the course. Go down down no no Hans Bridge we did one day. Yeah,
0: we hiked that. That was a, a not a very long hike. No. Yeah. And you could go to Rocky Chucky?
1: Yeah? Yeah. So you can do stuff.
0: Highly recommend staying yeah. in Auburn. All right. So fast forward, we had the dinner with Sam and Sarah on the Thursday night.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then Friday we had to get up early. To travel to, uh, back to Olympic or our first time at Olympic Valley for a race kit pickup and also the Hoka High Challenge. Yeah. Which, uh, three of, four of us were doing, um, you sign up 20 bucks, you get a t-shirt and you climb up to the top of the escarpment. Um, so that was cool. But the expo itself was everything you could imagine and more. Yeah. Great energy, lots of vendors. They were giving away tons of stuff. Of course, the iconic bib photo moment where everyone gets their picture taken with their bib. The
1: funny thing is that a week before, you guys kept asking me, Hey, you are you excited? You're excited? Like you feeling it? I go, No, I'm not. Because I'm still chill. In Auburn, it's a very small town, mm. very chill. Even though we did all this other stuff. Yeah. I didn't actually feel it that I'm getting excited until bib in my hand getting my picture taken, saying, wow, this is going to happen finally.
0: And to that point, that's the other reason why we liked being in Auburn because you kind of felt, you didn't have those race nerves. Right. Being around the village. You're
1: quiet and you're in your own little Airbnb or whatever. You're away from the crowds.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And how about your swag bag? Can we talk about that for a minute?
1: Well, I don't know. I gave it all away. So what did I get?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You got custom western states gooders
1: what i didn't even see them
0: (laughs) yeah you gave them away to hannah you got sweet custom hoka slides which you've been wearing this week post-recovery you got a hoka backpack you got a t-shirt western t-shirt goo you had full size magnesium bcaa tablets you got the little portable cup from goo really yeah Actually, was very impressed with their swag. But I didn't think you'd be getting that much stuff. Wow! Did you?
1: No, I I, I didn't know what I was going to get. I knew I, you always get a T shirt. Yeah. So, but everything else was pretty cool. This yeah. is gravy.
0: It, they honestly treated everyone like royalty.
1: I know. I, th- I think I have maybe four Western States buffs now, all different colors <laughs> yeah. throughout the camp and even in the expo.
0: So we hung out for a little bit. And everybody takes their bib and walks over to the start line because there's a huge wood carving of the buckle. Yeah. And what did we do?
1: (laughs) Of course, we chatted with all the international runners, asked them questions of what are you doing here, your name, where where you're from, how many years to get to Western States. Yeah, We
0: we set up a video camera and pulled people out of the lineup that were taking their pictures and chatted with them. So we're going to do a video uh, of that collage of their answers, because yeah. we did speak to <clears throat> perhaps some podium finishers in that little chat too.
1: We did. Had no idea. Well,
0: I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not revealing. You have to head over there to see okay. who we chatted with. All right. All right. So from Race Expo, we went back to Auburn, and we had a plan that we were going to get up at like two in the morning. Be in the car. The car was packed for 2.30 a.m. And we're going to make the drive back to be at the start line for 4 a.m.
1: Now, mind you, I'm sleeping in the back seat, so I'm good.
0: We had we had a great car. We had <laughs> yeah. a Pathfinder with a third row. So Norm was passed out in the back. It was a nice, quiet ride. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we thought once we got to Olympic Valley, the parking lot was going to be jammed, that we would be in a lineup to get in. And we pulled in. And there was nothing going on. It was perfect, actually. Yeah. It was very in fact, relaxed.
1: there was even some campers sleeping in the parking lot. There if were. If that's the way that you want to go, you can do that.
0: Yeah. There was people in what one guy in a tent, and then the the kind that the tents on the back of the yeah the trucks or whatever. So there you go. Yeah. So they were just waking up. <laughs> yeah. And when we got there, they had coffee and muffins and for you know, everyone. Yo, know, yeah, for everyone, crew, spectators. Yeah. It was very chill, lots of bathrooms. Mm-hmm. It, it was it was very calm. I thought it would be a little bit more rambunctious, but it wasn't mm-hmm. So let's talk about your plan for the race.
1: my my three plans?
0: Yes, you had three <laughs> time frames at which you were expecting to complete. not
1: expecting just hoping depending what happens in the day. Okay, so I had plan A. Mm-hmm. which was my sub, my sub-24-hour plan. Right. Now, was that possible? It's possible, but not probable.
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Got it.
1: Because my hips will determine what I do. Sure. Plan B was the 26, 27-hour range, right. which is kind of what I was kind of thinking about. Yeah. Yeah. More likely. More likely. Okay. And then I had the death plan, <laughs> which I knew... Right off the gun, that is the plan I'm going to be doing. You
0: knew that right off the gun? Oh, yeah. Wow. Wait,
1: Well, Let's move on to who? At the start line? Or you, and I'll tell you why.
0: <laughs> well, first of all, I'd like to confirm that you gave us your plans and you did write plan A, B, and death. Yes. So we... This you one, know, this yeah.
1: <laughs> you know what's going on. Yeah, okay. Okay. So the start... Well, the funny thing about the start line is that even 20 minutes before, not even, maybe 10 minutes before the actual gun goes off, nobody's even in the, in the no, corral.
0: No, They were loitering around, yeah. but there was no crowd of people like-
1: Standing on the on the start line. No. So I said, you know what? I'm going to just go stand on the right in the start, right on the front line. Yeah. Like, why, why not? <laughs> let
0: see what happens. Yeah.
1: And then, <laughs> of course, who's beside me here? Camille Heron's standing right beside me. Yes. And then there's Arlen Glick, who came, yes. who came in third. There was Marianne Hogan who came in third woman right behind me. (laughs) So there was uh, Tim Tollefson. Tolfson, yeah. Was he there? I think he was on my my right side.
0: Yes. Yeah. So funny. And you got this all on your GoPro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
1: So I'm standing right there. So yeah, that's right.
0: You got cojones, man, because (laughs) I don't think I could stand at the front of the Western State start line. (laughs) I couldn't do it.
1: You know what? I kept saying, even at the start line, I said go give him Camille and she gives me a hug and said you too let's do this so that's cool so so even if I even if I run for her for two seconds hey I'll take those two seconds
0: and (laughs) what other event sporting event could you possibly be standing beside a professional athlete at a start
1: line right can I just go play hockey with the Toronto maple leaves could I just go on the on the rink and just hey guys here I am
0: nope (laughs) <laughs> no, it's unbelievable. And that it's so special that you guys get to do this yeah, with them. And and they're so welcoming yeah, 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 and, yeah. you know, wishing you high fives and everything. I know.
1: Even Marianne, when I look back at her, here I am looking back at Marianne. <laughs> <laughs> she goes, hey, Norm. <laughs> <with her. laughs> go, get, go get him, Norm. All right. Okay. All so. right.
0: So the first... You, the first 30 miles were unknown to you. Is that right?
1: Yeah. This is where I finally get this. This is where it was real for me when I'm finally climbing the ski hill, which we all seen on YouTube a thousand times, yeah. different videos. You're climbing the ski hill. So when the gun goes off, I was literally in first place.
0: For point zero zero one <laughs> thousandth thousandths of a second. Because I, I also have it on camera. <laughs>
1: Uh, and then I got pushed around like a pinball. <laughs> boom, 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 boom! <laughs> like, get out of my way, fool! <laughs> anyway, yeah. So for t- in two seconds, I think I ended up in fiftieth place. <laughs> but uh, when I was, I did run with them for as much as I could. Then I started walking, obviously. Yeah. And one guy in this who was standing there on the side of the ski hill. That's the way you do it. Finally someone smart in this crowd walking goes Oh yeah I'm not running this thing.
0: Oh it goes straight up. Oh I know. It goes straight up. Straight up. It's steep.
1: Yeah, six K. Yeah. I think more. I don't know. I have no, no knowledge of it.
0: <laughs> you put it out of your head.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. But right right then and there I knew I was in death plan.
0: Death plan? Yeah. yeah. Right then and right there. Right then and
1: there. This is it. This is gonna be a long, long day.
0: Because of your hips or just...
1: Yeah, my hips were, right, were getting tight.
0: See, you didn't tell us any of this. No, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> you kept asking me. I said, yeah, they're fine. I know. <laughs> I'm not, why would I worry you guys?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> All right. So for the first 30 miles, which is to Robinson Flat, you have not seen this course. No. and okay.
1: And what I remember of this course is a lot of single track and loose rock, like a, those screet. So you—it's hard to get your footing, right? Which was unfortunate, but that's the way it is. And stuck in a conga line.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely to the top of the escarpment.
1: Right? Oh yeah, well it was wide, so you can you can okay. really make your move if you want. But okay. once you get past, once you're just over, mm. boom, right into the single track. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So and you're in there. And s- you're
0: going downhill. So that's kind uh, of sucks. yeah, you
1: are, but not not like crazy downhill. Okay. Not Like the ski hill, they just climb, not like that. Oh, you're, okay. you're more you now you're on the high country for a long time, right? Kind of like rolling, yeah. So that was uh,
0: what was it like seeing the sunrise at the top there?
1: Oh, it was nice, you just look over your shoulder. And I did take a moment to pause because <laughs> what am I,
0: <laughs> yeah, probably not going back,
1: <laughs> yeah. I know, I that's right. So that's it. I uh, I soaked it in and uh, then I just went on my merry way.
0: Well, we had. We had not decided until the day before the race where the crew was going to meet you first. Mm-hmm. But we chatted with different people, and including Paolo from the aid station. And he suggested going to Robinson Flat. Now, what everybody needs to understand about this is the fact that there are roads that are unaccessible to the crew during race day. Mm-hmm. So in order to get to either Robinson Flat or even Michigan Bluff, Oh, sorry. Duncan Canyon is first, then Robinson Flat, but even Michigan Bluff. You have to come all the way back down, 90 minutes to Auburn, and then head up a different road to access these aid stations. So it's not like we're driving just 50K to find you at Robinson Flat, which is 30 mile mark. No, no, no. You're
1: driving about three hours.
0: Three hours. Once you get to some of these places, you then have to do shuttling, parking it's all over the place but the recommendation was go to robinson flat Mm -hmm. it's the heat of the day it's a party again it's also hosted by the aid station paulo's the crew chief there go there you'll have time to you know make sure you're there in time and you're probably going to wait a little while so that's what we decided to do and sure enough the drive there was fine um it started to get a little windy and then you basically wait until you're told where you get to park. You're either parking at the bottom or you're jumping on a shuttle bus or you get to park at the top, which we did. Mm -hmm. Park at the top. And it was packed when we got there, absolutely packed. And we didn't want to set up along the side right at the top where the aid station was because it was so busy. So we decided let's find some shade because it's what, 95 at this point? Like oh my 30, God. 34 degrees, or whatever, yep, Celsius. Yep, yep. Let's find some shade and we put up our flags and everything. About half an hour in, the volunteers are coming down saying, no one's here to crew the runner, right? No one's here to crew the runner. And we're like, uh, well, we are. And they said, nope, you got to go past that line. Oh. Which was back up the hill into the full sun.
1: If you're picking up what we're laying down, listen up. The trails at Earl Row Provincial Park in Allison have been a well-kept secret until now. We've crafted a scenic 12K loop for our rainbow trail run, featuring mostly double-track trail that will show off all of the best views this park has to offer. Join us this August for one, two, four, eight, or 14 loops. We'll leave the math up to you. Registration is now open. For more info, go to gottarunracing.com. Anyways, back to the show.
0: So we made a game plan. Will wanted to catch you on course, so he went down the road as far as he could go to catch you on the trail and stayed in the shade and I went up into the sun (laughs) to claim my spot to wait for you and Mm -hmm. then when you came, all three of us would look after you, which worked out fine, um, but it was hot.
1: How long were you there before I got there?
0: You know, I'd have to look back I think it was over two hours. Whoa. Yeah. It was over two hours. (laughs) It was, it was, it was pretty tiring, but I got to see lots of the Canadians coming through and I took some photos and we got to see Casey, Mm -hmm. Uh, Lucy Bartholomew came through. It was fun, but it was, it was starting to get a little stressful when you see people. Well, actually, because that was the first aid station, I had no bearings what I try to do is study the people that come just before you or just <laughs> after you. So that think get... that,
1: oh, this person should be behind Norm or what? Yeah. Like, oh, come yeah. on. You can't do that. No,
0: you do. You do. You're like, oh, I remember that guy or yeah. Anyways. Uh,
1: that's, that's, yeah.
0: So I think you are glad to see us.
1: Oh God. <laughs> First of all, the heat, you don't actually, when I was up in the high country, you don't actually start hitting the sun three hours into the race Whoa. and I noticed that because really? you're kind of when you're going over the cliff and then kind of down a bit mm-hmm. the sun still has to come up over this mountain right then you get the heat so one so five six seven eight. yeah I didn't actually start feeling the heat until about nine o'clock in, in the morning
0: well that's good
1: yeah so this the shade I was still being shaded right yeah so when I got to you guys I was in full.
0: Oh, it was, f- there was no hiding there. No,
1: no, I was, from 11 o'clock, from 10, 11 o'clock on, I was in full sun.
0: So you got to Robinson Flat in eight hours and 16 minutes, which would have been one sixteen in the afternoon.
1: Yeah. And this is I where... Know, am I
0: doing that math right?
1: Yeah. And this is where the difference where, because this whole time, I just could not believe how hot it was. And I did have lena. which is hot. Oh, yeah. But, and no shade. But th- what I don't understand is Havelina never gave me a problem with the heat. Right. For some reason, this was... I couldn't believe it.
0: Well, you are climbing. There's no climbing in Havelina. So that there's that.
1: Well, I guess that is a factor, but I just could not believe the heat.
0: Uh, I'd like to also point out that the 30-hour runner time frame for mm-hmm. Robinson Flat yeah. is 110 in the afternoon. So I think that's probably when I started freaking out.
1: Oh, so what, when did I get in there?
0: 116.
1: Past the time.
0: Well, the cutoff is 210.
1: But I passed that 30-hour time. A
0: 30-hour runner gets there at 110.
1: And I got there at 116? Yeah. (laughs) See, I had no knowledge. I thought to myself, all right, I'm doing okay. So I didn't really pay attention to what the time frames are. Right. And and I really didn't know what time of day it was. Because I didn't look at my watch to see what time. I was just looking at my Ks.
0: Yeah, and you're looking at your elapsed time. Elapsed time. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I'm not looking at what time of day it is. No, of course not. It's so that's interesting. I'm past. I'm already past the 30 hour. Yeah. Wow. At
0: the 50k mark.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then that's when I, you guys convinced me to use the, <gasps> the salt, the um, ice thing.
0: The ice bandana, <laughs> which I've been trying to convince you to use. Since Havelina, because my mom made me one, and it saved me, and Will was trying to convince you because he was wearing one at Havelina. and you're like, nope, don't need it, bounces around, don't want it, bounces around, nope, nope, nope.
1: Yeah, that saved me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just admit it, Norm, you loved it.
1: I didn't like it, honestly. I thought it was just heavy on my neck, but I needed it to be cooled down. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So that was a freebie we got. Another one, kit yeah. pickup day. just as we're leaving the run tank. rabbit, yeah. yeah. And it was intense, it had like a huge pocket for ice, yeah. But everyone was wearing everyone it, everyone was wearing even it, even the pros.
1: They don't even think you're not gonna wear one, you are gonna wear one.
0: Oh, for sure. And a lot of people were wearing the white arm cooler sleeves and yeah, putting ice, ice down there, there, too, yeah, yeah, definitely needed. All right,
1: but I stayed at that A station for 22 minutes at Robinson. Yep. Oh, wow, yeah, because when I left you, I just went under the tent. And I just made sure that when I leave this aid station, that I'm prepared. So I ate well, mm. I cooled myself well, yeah, and I and I just made myself ready for the next aid. And that's where the training camp starts. That's right. So, so you... a month ago, there's snow everywhere, <laughs> and it was freezing I a month ago. I
0: can't believe that. Yeah,
1: and if you, you'll see that on the video of the training day. That's right. Day one, I said, "Here I am, Robinson Flat, and I'm freezing, and there's snow everywhere."
0: unbelievable. And
1: now you're there and
0: Oh, it was it was unbelievable. You're in a sauna. Yeah. 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 But you knew from Robinson Flat, now you're hitting a huge downhill section. Yeah. So you were going from Robinson Flat, down Dusty Corners, Devil's Thumb.
1: Devil's Thumb is when I realized that my time I'm in trouble.
0: Mm. Cuz
1: when I got into Devil's Thumb, the guy Was trying to get me out of there fast. Really? Yeah. He says, "You got one minute to get out of here." Whoa. Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, "Well, why? I'm okay. I'm I'm running all right." He says. He didn't say why. Yeah. He says, "I sat down because the guy was filling up my ice pack." Yeah. So I just sat down and I was eating and waiting for him to fill it up and put it on me. He says, "I'm giving you one minute and I'm getting you out of here." Okay. Well,
0: now I know why. Yeah. Because Devil's Thumb, you hit at 13 hours and five minutes. Right. Which is 4 o'clock, 4.05 p.m.
1: 6.05 p.m. Oh, yeah, 6.05. That's right.
0: Devil's Thumb cut off. Ooh, the 30-hour runner is it's 6.05. 60, exactly. And the final cutoff is 7.10. Right. Okay. So
1: when I saw that sign, I just happened, I looked at it going, oh, wow, 30 hours is, is like 6.05 p.m. I just... Finally, first time of the day, I went to my watch just to see what time it is. Yeah, and it was six oh two. And I went, "Oh wait a minute, this is me. <laughs> I'm the one that's literally in trouble here." Wow. Which puts a panic on you. So yeah. I'm like, oh my god, I have to get out of here. And I've never been in that situation before no, <laughs> in you've... any of my runs. No, you. Haven't. I've never been fighting cut ops. So when I started running, I was in a panic so I'm starting to increase my speed and I was running with this girl. And I and I said to her, "Do you realize that we are <laughs> the back of the pack? We're we're in pushing cut ups We're in cut ups She goes, "Yes, don't panic. We can make it up. They, they they I was informed that we will make it up at the end." I was like, "Okay." So I kind of just because I was running okay. Yeah. I'm not walking.
0: No, you were still running. Yes. Yeah. I'm running. Well, I did notice with the cutoff times that they're pretty strict in the beginning, but then they do seem to add time. Yeah. So it's it's odd that they do that because obviously the first part of the course is the hardest part. Yeah. So I'm not sure the strategy there, but there must be one.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's just what freaked me out. The fact that, wow, this... I'm in I'm in this situation, which I've never experienced before. Right. Okay.
0: Well, once we left you at Robinson Flat, we weren't going to see you again until Forest Hill, where you'd be picking up your pacer, Hannah. Mm-hmm. Um, but the app, I have to say, the app that we were using to follow you, there's two. There's the WSER, Western States Endurance Run app, and then there's the ultralive.net. They were amazing. It was so helpful to have that mm-hmm. because we could plan what time we need to get to forest hill right rather was, than hanging out at forest hill for hours on end exhausting hannah it was so helpful to yeah have because that. we
1: were starting we we're gonna we we're thinking to just i was just gonna text you which is kind of bullshit i'm not gonna take my phone out and constantly text you here i am here and there no so i recommend don't even bother with that just use the app
0: yeah exactly so we headed out to Forest Hill. And fortunately, when we'd gone through Forest Hill, after we saw you at Robinson Flat, it was a zoo. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, we'd been there, what, two days before so yeah. you could show us where we were going to be. Yeah. And it, Forest Hill is like Snoozeville. <laughs> Nothing happening there. No, But what a party it turns into. Yeah. Just like you see on the videos. Yeah. So by the time we got back to Forest Hill... There was more parking. There yeah. was better places to hang out. Sam and Sarah, our adoptive family, showed up again. Um, Hannah, you know, got to sit for a while, and,
1: and then, then the, you came in. Well, at this time, that's no. no before, let's back up. While you're yeah. doing all that, mm-hmm. I'm coming into Michigan Bluff, right, which was 10k away from Forest Hill, and that's again shocker uh i get a blister which again never happened to (laughs) i've never got a blister in any of my runs ever i don't lose toenails that never happens to me and i'm like what is this feeling so so i go into the medical i said i got something on my heel oh it's a blister really (laughs) so they've the patches patch me up and luckily i i did just in case i'm in death plan from the start i did have a handheld light,
0: right? Because yes,
1: because my plan was to get to you before the sun sets. Yes, the sun was setting in Michigan ten k earlier. Right. So,
0: so you used your handheld. <sighs> yeah, that could have gone very. That wrong. could have gone south. Just pack the damn
1: yep. headlamp. Be prepared. You never know <laughs> what's going to happen. So
0: you never know what's going to happen.
1: And then Michigan Bluff, I also knew from the camp that it was pretty much the last canyon. Right. You're going down and then back up. Right. And.
0: The surprise canyon.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And that, I don't know how long that took me to get from Michigan to you guys, but I I imagine it because now it's in the dark.
0: It was two hours, almost exactly. Oh, Like, Jesus. Two hours. It's unbelievable. To go 4.5 miles.
1: The funny thing is, is that on the camp, I could, it's about an hour and change during the camp. Yeah, when you're fresh, and it's cool, and it's light out. Yeah. So
0: no. sorry, uh, five point five miles, almost ten k. Yeah, 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 10k. Well, you're yeah. You're,
1: so now during race day. Yeah. It's it's, a, it's a complete <laughs> ball different ball game.
0: <laughs> so I'm sure you were very happy to have company, heading out of Force Hill with Hannah. You were ready. You were ready for that. I am sure.
1: I was just waiting for the to get that happening and again i had to get my foot looked after again another blister happening on the bottom of my heel or forefoot whatever which surprising so once that was done again how long was he into into forest how long was i there for not that long and what's the cutoff of forest hill 1145
0: cutoff is 1145 okay so
1: therefore and you
0: left there at 1736 so that's
1: 10.36. Right. So therefore, see, now I did make up some time Mm -hmm. from when I thought I was in trouble.
0: Yeah. A little bit. A little bit. Not that much. Right.
1: But I knew that from Forest Hill down to finish, I would just constantly kind of be gaining time. Right. You'd hoped. Yeah. You hoped. If all goes well.
0: Okay. So we leave you at Forest Hill. Yeah. And I decide once we get home, I'm going to set an alarm every two hours to check in on you, which is what I did. And that worked out fine. So we got a little bit of sleep, which we needed at that point. Mm. So Forest Hill to Rocky Chucky, which is 16 miles. Uh, How are you feeling about getting to the river? Were you looking forward to that? Or was it kind of a nuisance because of
1: the... For me personally, I felt it was a nuisance. In the daytime, Mm. that would be awesome. Yeah. But not at night because it's up to you. It's past your waist right and then when you get out of there you're still climbing a rope to get out and then changing of the shoe the whole experience takes a long time and then you're trying to start to go again with yeah. with while your whole bottom half is wet right it's hard to it's hard kind of hard to do
0: yeah okay
1: but it was a great experience i kind of enjoyed it
0: <laughs> well it's so iconic right yeah it's it's part of the whole thing right. but you're right in the Heat of the day, that would have felt amazing. Oh, yeah. You would have I, dried in no time. I would
1: have also dunked my whole body. Yeah. But in the nighttime, you don't want to do that. No. But anyway. Yeah. But again, in the camp, that took me four hours from Forest Hill to Rocky Chucky. Four hours? It took me four hours to run that Hill thing. Hill yeah,
0: to yep. Rocky Chucky. In the race? In the race, it took you, uh, I got to do some math here, four and a half. Oh, really? Well, 1736 to 2204. Yeah, four and a half.
1: I'm in shock. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. That means see, there you go. I'm running okay.
0: Hey, so um, overall, what did you think of the aid stations?
1: Oh, they're completely packed. Like I'm, stocked? We, we're stocked with food. And I only eat peanut butter and jam sandwiches and two watermelon. I'm gone. I don't even look at anything else. Mm. But... If I want whatever I want, I can literally have it.
0: And you you basically have a dedicated volunteer when you walk in, right? Oh, these, they,
1: they ask you, do you have a crew here? I said, no, I'm your crew. Boom, what do you need? And they, they make sure whatever you need, they're going to make you happy and and you're on your way. Unbelievable. It is unbelievable.
0: 1,500 volunteers yeah. for 375 runners.
1: And and as soon as you walk in, there's a lineup of people grabbing runners. Wow. As, yeah.
0: Wow. Yeah. And I... I believe they have a medical at every other aid station. So oh. you could get your feet fixed as many times as you wanted. Really? Yeah. Mm, it's I had unbelievable. no idea. I just
1: walked into. Do you have an aid? Yeah, right here. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I guess I got lucky that way.
0: And there's a, a wait list to volunteer at these things. I know. Because it's such a great experience. Such yeah. a party. I can you imagine? I'd love to do that.
1: Okay. We crossed the river mm-hmm. and. I don't know what time of day this is for me now.
0: After the river? Yeah. So we're talking um, three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that's about the right. River. Right. So yeah. there,
1: therefore, I'm thinking about three more hours of darkness. And then I don't need my lamp anymore.
0: Right. Yeah. Did you if fall or see any goblins in the night? Or? Nah, no. I don't see that stuff. Okay. <laughs> so what were you looking forward to after Rocky Chucky? Other than the finish line?
1: No hands bridge. Okay. Because from no hands... I know exactly what is happening.
0: Yeah, because we hiked it. Yeah, yeah.
1: I've done that that hike many times. Okay. So, yeah, I was just waiting for that to no hands, and uh, but the heat started coming again. Yeah. When we, I don't know what time I got to no hands at. Maybe nine o'clock, ish. Yeah. So yeah, the heat started coming big time. Mm. Yeah. Wow. And it was getting hot again, and then back. I didn't use my ice at all during the night. No. Because it dropped to about 20 degrees.
0: <laughs> right.
1: But then I had to put ice back in again. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Come on.
0: Yeah, you hope that you'd have a little bit of a break from that. So in the meantime, we kept checking the app and we decided, well, we were all up at this point. I think we got up at 7 a.m. and we were getting antsy. So we made our way over to Placer High because we didn't know how busy it was going to be. And yeah, it was busy. Yeah. It was busy. It's huge though. Like it's a very big space and there's people all over the place. People on the the infield, there's people at the tents. But it, we had no problem finding a spot. And it was fun because I saw, again, a bunch of Canadians finishing. Mm-hmm. We had our flags out. So that was exciting. And of course, we had planned to be there. We had planned to see you finish. And then... Go back to the house and shower, and then go back for the golden hour. But as it turned out, <laughs> we got to go and stay. Yeah.
1: <laughs> the funny thing is about when I was running, before no hands, there, this is one of two things that shocked me about Western States. Western States is 100 miles point to point. And during, there's only 380 runners, let's say. Right. Never was I alone. How is that possible? I don't know. I was in races. 100 miles long where I'm alone for five hours. Yeah. Nobody. Yeah. And I was never alone.
0: I don't, I don't, I have not I was stuck in
1: conga lines continuously. In and out of? In and out of conga lines. Well, Either I had to pass these people, I get to an aid station, they end up all passing me, I had to now pass them again. That, that is shocking. Yeah, it is shocking. And not, and number two, is that about the last, let's say 20K, I was in a conga line again, but we're all running. right? If I wasn't running, if I wasn't hiking, sorry, if I wasn't hiking, I was running. And I'm running good. I just lose my time on the hiking because I'm not a hiker. Mm-hmm. But I'm running well. And we're all running. right? And I'm thinking to myself, and I even told this to my pacer, Hannah, do you realize that we are the golden hour but look at us—we're all running. Yeah, it's how happening. is that? We are in the golden hour. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I could not believe that. Yeah, that makes that is weird. We're not just walking in dead. No, we're running. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and when we when we all got the no hands, we don't stop. There's no aid station at no hands. No, there used to be. Right. Not anymore. No, we're on no hands. We're all running they- to, to get into the to get in to get into the golden hour. Right. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. It is shocking.
1: (laughs) That's the thing with Western states. There's no first time anything. You have to be, you have had to have experience to get into Western.
0: That brings up the point that if if it were me, I can't imagine Western being my first 100 miler. I would have been shitting bricks. (laughs) Like, first of Uh, all, the unknown of 100 miles.
1: Tell that to the winner.
0: Yeah, (laughs) <laughs> exactly well great good for you Adam Peterman but for mere mortals like us yeah I that that mental stress of what does a 100 miles feel like oh and by the way you're gonna do it at Western yeah no yeah. no I, I would have to go just do a training run of 100 miles because yeah. there's so many more unknowns from 100k to 160.
1: yeah well people do that but never lot of
0: people do it
1: that that's what really shocked me is that we were all running. Hard and strong just for the golden hour. Yeah. Never now saying that when I got past Robbie Point, that was a party that little corner there.
0: Robbie, yeah. Robbie Point, yeah, yeah. Big party.
1: Where they they see you coming up the, the last climb. <laughs> hey, and here comes Norman. Cheer <laughs> him on. Norman, Norman. <laughs> <laughs> it's a boost. Sure. But then you're climbing up still to. Still
0: climbing. Still
1: to 99 mile. Uh, the 99-mile plaque on the, on the side of the road, mm-hmm. still climbing, and I can't believe it. Wow, I'm in the Golden Hour, <laughs> which is in itself is exciting.
0: It was the best possible time to finish, I'm, if you I, ask I me. Feel,
1: I feel like now that it's either you try to get sub-24 or you try to get Golden Hour. Everything in between is. <laughs> oh, my God. Agreed. Yeah.
0: Well, so we... Oh, so Will was, was Will at below the climb or was he at the gate as you got off the trail and onto the
1: road? He was around the 99 mile mark.
0: Oh, he was at the sign. Yeah. Okay. So Will's at the sign and he texted me. Yeah. Cause he saw you coming. So I went out to the road mm. and Sam and Sarah, adoptive family are also there. So I'm sitting on the curb, watching, watching, watching. And then I see your hat. <laughs> I see your white. Yeah. Beanie. Beanie. And I got up with the flag. I brought the flag that you ran across the finish line in Ironman with. And we got to run, all four of us, with you, or three of us, with you on the track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't wait to watch that video because I still haven't watched the video that Will made of that. All I remember is screaming <laughs> the entire 300 meters. And every time I scream, the crowd would scream right <laughs> I don't know what was going through your head but I was like this is the best day ever.
1: <laughs> you totally forgot about the 30 hours of
0: <laughs> yes the 30 hours of hell waiting for you to come that was everything you wanted it to be in more yeah right
1: if any if you want any golden golden hour that's the golden hour you want to be in <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. The crowd was amazing.
1: Yeah, I kept pointing to different people. I don't know who they are. <laughs> I kept pointing at them, and as if I know them. <laughs> hey, you? you? <laughs> and they're like, they're like, yeah. Is it? Like, I don't know. It's so funny. <laughs> and then Will was telling me to speed up or to slow down. Yes. To, to determine, I don't want. He doesn't want anybody in front of me to get my picture or behind me, so I don't screw anybody else.
0: What? How many people crossed the finish line and walked right off?
1: Yeah. And they sprinted to the finish. Why are you sprinting? Yeah. Enjoy. Enjoy it. Enjoy the 300 meters. This is the best 300 meters of your life. (laughs) And our timing, we had the
0: shout out. Yeah. Billy Yang's hearing about our podcast. (laughs) You're giving your shout out to your crew and your pacer. We had the most camera time with the flag. Yeah, That was epic, epic, epic.
1: Thanks to Will's... uh, Direction. That's right. Yeah.
0: And you got an extra shirt.
1: Yeah. The, the 29, I'm, I'm considered a- 29er. 29er. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't actually take a look at it.
0: It's a great shirt.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the 29ers or whatever it says. Like. I
0: think it has um, Forest Hill or No Hands on it. Oh, does it? Forest Hill Bridge or No Hands Bridge. I'm not sure. There's a bridge on it. Yeah. But anyways, it's it was, awesome. it was, I thought
1: it. Said, I, I thought it first said 49er as if <laughs> I was a minor
0: oh because it's
1: gold mine mm-hmm. and 49er was a gold mine so that i said oh that's cool yeah but then it, i looked at it later oh 29er
0: well maybe that's what it's sort of i guess based it does. on. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but that was honestly 29 you got to stay for the golden hour no matter what yeah, no matter what so or come back
1: to it or come back to it yeah if you finished in 24 25 26 yeah
0: you will cry because of the stories. And you see the people with the lean. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. A lot of people who just made it.
0: Just make it. Yeah. Yeah, It's pretty awesome. Yeah. So then we, after the finish line, we booted it back to our Airbnb to get you showered and
1: get back to the ceremony.
0: I think you missed 99% of it until your name was called. You (laughs) fell asleep on your hokas.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I was just exhausted.
0: Yeah. And it was hot. It was
1: hot again. I cannot believe the heat. You, you got to prepare for that.
0: Yeah. And there's no prepare. No, exactly.
1: That's the thing. <laughs> again, you know, we live in Ontario. Okay. But the three things that, looking back, oh, Norm, if you would do it over again, would you be able to do things different? Well, yeah. Number one, of I course. would I would train in heat. Number two, I would train at altitude. And the last time I did a 100 miler was five years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, do things differently. Obviously, I'll get my hips fixed. Mm -hmm. You know, I still haven't seen a surgeon. No. So that's still on my mind. Now, will I put my ticket in next year? Yes, of course I will. I can't leave things on the table. No. So (laughs) if I get called after one ticket, (laughs) yes, of course, I'll go back again. (laughs) And I'll be better prepared. And I'm going to be staying from the camp straight to race day.
0: Exactly. (laughs) And and honestly, from my experience being crew and and supporting you through all of these years, don't give up your tickets, people.
1: No, just keep putting them in. Yeah, you'll get it. You'll get it. And then it won't. It, and in the end, it'll be all worth it.
0: So worth it. Yeah, it was a amazing experience. I wouldn't trade it for the world. It was worth every damn struggle <laughs> the last eight years.
1: Yeah. And that's awesome.
0: Loved it.
1: (laughs) That's our recap of Western States. (laughs) And uh, if I do get in next year, who who wants to pace me? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) I could hear Hannah right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sign me up. (laughs) Let's give a shout out to everyone at home who messaged, followed, gave you positive vibes on Facebook. Because that really was awesome to know that there were people following you in the middle of the night
1: i had no idea until the end
0: (laughs) well i had one friend neil who said that he had a sleepless night because he kept waking up to check the app Mm. right and they're three hours ahead (laughs) so that was pretty awesome
1: i didn't realize i had so many fans
0: yeah well everybody knows your your story and how long it's taken you and so thank you to everyone who watched the live feed even my mom was watching the live feed on YouTube. My 88-year-old mom saw you cross the finish line. I can only imagine. what She was by herself. My sister was here until five minutes before you crossed. So she's watching the live feed. I'm sure she didn't hear any of the things that were said, but she saw you cross. So that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's that's amazing, the fact that so many people watched and gave me energy.
0: That's right. Energy to get there. So thank you, thank you, thank you.
1: All right. All right Until next time. yeah. May, this may be a long one, but uh, thanks for listening. Hope and, you enjoyed it. And we're going to have uh, some other people from Western States coming on, on our podcast soon. So stay tuned.
0: We are your hosts, Jody and Norman. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. Please visit our website racing.com for more details and join us on social media at run Racing on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can support our channel by joining us on Patreon. All of the links can be found in the show notes. Thanks for listening and see you next time. Cheers!